Hello, I'm Jerry Hancock from Men in Balance and meninbalance.org. We are all about taking care of men's spiritual needs and spiritual issues, and so today we're going to be talking about family life and how that inter- interferes with or contributes to our own spiritual development. So uh, let's start off with maybe some results from the survey that we did that's on the website so that you can see some of the issues that men uh, feel are important around family life. You know, the fact is that many of us uh, get huge concerns about our children and whether we're raising them right, and especially as they get to be teenagers and they separate themselves from us and assert their independence. It makes us worry whether they will carry the values we've tried to teach them into their um, daily life and that they will get in trouble or this, that, and the other. But the fact is that we need to pay more attention to our family life in general. We need to be the spiritual leader of the family. Now, that doesn't mean that we have to uh, be tooting the horn religious, religiously all the time. It just means that we have to model the way for a proper way of living that includes a spiritual component that is very important. And in fact, it's essential to a full life. But back to the survey. Some of these topics uh, may sound familiar to you. Maybe you feel the same way. About 55% of our respondents said their children their children would openly share their feelings and concerns. But what's troubling about that is that uh, 45% obviously say no. 31% of men say they are disappointed in the time that they spend together with their families. Um, 41% say they make sure their families in church every Sunday. 43% say they wish they could better communicate with their children. Uh, 44% say they miss being able to take more time with the family. Um, 38% say frequently I'm too tired to really enjoy downtime with my family. And 67%, get this, 67% say they bring the frustrations of work home with them. So 67% of men are saying that they bring work frustrations home with them and in some cases you'll find that they will even say that they are taking those um, issues out on their family when they uh, bring them home with them. So what is it about family life that we need to pay attention to as men in order to be good spiritual leaders for the family? Um, And by the way, in in another part of the survey, the largest majority, and I can't remember the number at the moment, of men said that their family does not see them as the spiritual leader of the family. So my question is, well, who is? Um, Is it the spouse? Does that mean we have defaulted on our role as spiritual leaders in the family? Does that mean we have just sort of turned that over to the wife for her to do that? Um, what, what does it mean if we're not the spiritual leader of the family? And I say this in all seriousness because the research is pretty clear that when the father goes to church with a family, the whole church, the whole family tends to go. Whereas if just the wife goes, there's a good chance that some members of the family may not go, including most likely the father and especially teenage sons teenage sons are a lot less likely to go unless the father goes. So 
if if that's important to you, if that matters to you about uh, seeing that your teenage son in particular has a good spiritual base, then make it your business to become the spiritual co-leader of the family. That means in conjunction with your partner. And both of you make it a point to be in church on some sort of regular basis or at least decide what you want to do about this issue called religion in your life. So what are the biggest challenges for uh, family life? What are the biggest joys? Well, certainly in today's world with everybody going in 40 different directions, it's hard to have time together as a family. It's hard to keep tabs on everybody's schedule and make sure there's time for closeness and family conversations. Um, Add to that the fact that um, in some cases both mother and father are working outside the home and it leaves very little time uh, for us to be together in a relaxed atmosphere especially when we're not tired or exhausted or frustrated with the uh, drive home or whatever else may be on our minds. So that means to me that we have to set aside some time for family and since many of us are not finding the time to do that at dinner um, that means we don't have a chance to be with the family in a quiet, relaxed kind of atmosphere. And I would go a little further than that and say we need to have an atmosphere with our family that allows for some expression of spirituality, whether that's family devotions, whether that's discussion of spiritual issues, whether that's uh, just uh, maintaining good family communications and nurturing relationships, whatever you decide that to be. But, you know, I think we, as men in particular, tend to walk away from the expectation, especially of our sons, that we show a lot of uh, spiritual guidance for them. And I believe we do that at our own peril and that the consequences of that are not good. So what is the role of the father in maintaining a strong family life? Well, uh, it's the stuff we just talked about. It's making sure there's time for those kinds of events, uh, taking the family to events that are meaningful to the family that create this sort of culture of valuing each other and valuing the closeness to each other um, and not just allowing events to drive how much time we have together, which tends to happen. Uh, especially as kids get to be teenagers, they they go their own way. And um, and if we just allow that, uh, then we're buying into the process that's, uh, that we're talking about here. You know, teenagers bring some special issues to a marriage, and among them are things like challenges to authority and uh, resistance to doing things with the family or... Uh, I, in some cases, um, in boys in particular, they're no longer interested in expressing affection, or they say they're not. Um, publicly, it gets embarrassing for them to do that. But most of the time, the experience shows they still want that. They just don't want it in front of their buddies. So there are some issues that we need to pay attention to that teenagers bring to our families and to be able to deal with them. It doesn't mean you have to uh, hover over them and know where they are every minute, but it does mean you have to show some interest. You have to take interest in their family and their friends and their 
movies that they go to or TV programs they watch or whatever, you have to give them positive choices so that when they make a choice, either one of them is good, not let them tell you what the choices are, but you tell them what the choices are. And then sometimes we have to put our foot down. We can't just be friends and do what the child wants us to do because uh, everybody else's family is doing it. Of course, we've heard all that before, but believe me, when you talk to men whose uh, families have broken up or whose teenagers have gotten in trouble, they say they wish they had taken the time to do all that. Okay, so then what are the special problems that come from blended families or divorce situations? Because there's a lot of that now. Um, and, and I think we need to really focus on that. If you are in a blended family or know someone who is, then I believe that that child that belongs to a different partner is just as important as your child and needs the same nurture and expectation that your child uh, nature and affection, I should say, nurture and affection, that your child needs. So how do you do that? Um, it, it's so easy to uh, manage or even discipline a child that has a blood link to us when it's maybe more difficult for uh, the stepchild in the family. But again, uh, the parents have to sit down and talk about this, be willing to backstop each other on this so that there is no question that they're both on the same page in terms of discipline, in terms of living arrangements, in terms of expectations, uh, chores or whatever else the rules of the house may be. But this is very important that both parents be together on this and that they make it clear to the children, especially teenagers, that there will be no uh, variation in the way these issues are handled from one parent to another. Sometimes I find that difficulties in family issues come about because of just simply avoiding conflict. Um, you know, the kid doesn't want to do something because their friends aren't doing it, so rather than deal with it, we just say, oh, okay, then uh, we let them get by with that. But instead, maybe we can negotiate something that would work for that child. But more importantly, I think we sometimes need to consider that our own discipline and our own boundaries that we set for children uh, does show them that we love them and that we care. And really, in some cases, that's what they want more than the freedom to go do whatever it was they were asking about. That may be hard for us to believe, but the fact is that they do count the things that we counsel them about. They take that seriously, and they count that as good advice and they expect to get it. Uh, so we, could, we shouldn't quit passing along good advice and good guidance to our children just because we think they aren't listening. Fact is, they are listening. And I've talked to numerous adults who said that they, while they may have resisted everything that Daddy said in his lecture, they actually listened to it and went back and did more what the, uh, the father said than was expected. So, just keep in mind that our job doesn't stop just because we get pushback from family uh, or resistance from teenagers we have to keep on with what we know is the right way to raise a family and we do that in conjunction with our partner not as part from our fam uh, our partner and we do that through negotiation loving negotiation with our partner so that we both can come to an agreement as to the best way to handle 
children and family life. So um, one thing that's important to keep in mind is that family relationships can be difficult to resolve. I know of fathers and sons who haven't spoken to each other in 20 or 30 years. I know of brothers and sisters the same way. I know of husbands and wives. And, and I also know the other extremes. I know ex-spouses who are invited back to the uh, house for uh, Christmas or whatever. So it all depends on how we see relationships and how we are willing to negotiate those things and to represent ourselves in the relationship and at the same time have some sympathy and empathy for the person involved to show them that we care and we love them in a truly um, loving, humane kind of way. Bad family life can have lots of impacts on children down the road, as we all know. Uh, and our children don't have to be delinquents to be exhibiting some problems. And I would just say that when we see those problems, we need to get them into counseling right away. We need to get them talking to us openly about the issues. And we need to not let that go uh, unnoticed or undealt with. Our job as a spiritual leader of the family is to make sure the family stays together and that it stays strong. And the only way to do that is to stay in touch with our kids and keep those lines of communication open so that we are able to talk openly about issues and get them resolved. I think we cop out on this sometimes because it's just easier to avoid the conflict and let things go than it is to deal with them head on and as a result of that our children suffer um, in, in the process. So to just sort of summarize about this, when you think about your own life and your own family life uh, and your interaction with your children and your spouse, what are the key things that really matter to you that you really don't want to negotiate away? And mostly those things are just being close to your family, close to your children, feeling this sense of intimacy, feeling that we're on the same team and that we are in this together. We get that not by one day of being a good parent, but by being a good parent for a lifetime and showing children in particular that we are uh, there to teach them some values and that we are going to insist on those values being maintained in that family. It's tough, and we all know the challenges of tough love and counseling and all of the numerous issues that uh, kids are facing these days. But if you need counseling with your pastor or with a, a private counselor or whatever, do whatever it takes to take care of your family. It's terribly important, and it will pay huge dividends in the future. I'm Jerry Hancock. Thank you so much for listening. This is Men in Balance and meninbalance.org. You'll find other uh, items of interest on our website that may help you as you attempt to take care of you and your family's needs. Mm-hmm.